This machine kills fascists. chat about star power welcome back everybody it's hot oh, taste oh we're back i didn't notice you there <laughs> i didn't know we ever left <laughs> i've been here the whole time i've been here the whole time i've been here marshawn lynch is one of his best uh, commercial one-liners because an xbox version i've been here the whole time <laughs> uh we got david niles in the house thrice time guest david niles hey david Hey yo! Go pack go. That's absolutely what's gonna happen pretty soon here. <laughs> Confident. We've had, we've had David in the past talking football bets, and we'll bring him back for those again. But today we're doing top five movies of 2021. Whoa! Even Mike's got a list. I do. Mike's I got saw a list. at least five movies. <laughs> Rank them. I'm just saying. I'm glad we didn't do ten. <laughs> That's true. Ten, ten would be to the real problem. The real reason we're not doing ten is it would take me too long to edit that podcast, and then it runs we, the risk of never being released. We're learning. <laughs> we're learning slowly but surely. Thirty individual decision points, and that's too many. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it could be fifteen at max here, but I feel mm -hmm. like I think there's gonna be some overlap. I think there's gonna be some overlap. Yeah. I can think of at least there, there one. There tends thing. to be. There tends to. Be. <laughs> we tend to overlap. <laughs> we tend to overlap. Uh, before we get rolling, David, I know that I've been seeing a lot of uh, people are throwing around throwing around a lot of stats uh, on the social media recently about how their numbers with the uh, movies seen this year, uh, and I, <laughs> lots of local actors are doing yeah. this. Oh yeah, I missed that. It's a big flex. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't you, matter what kind of movies, just the amount, I the sheer number. It's quantity over quality. It absolutely kind of is. Thing. At a certain point, it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're seeing you are dozens upon the, dozens, the biggest dick in the room. <laughs> but what you threw a you threw a pretty shysty number at me the other day. How did you ridiculous. see in the theater? I saw 51 movies in theater this in year. Theater. Whoa. Which is probably more than like the previous 10 years of my life combined. <laughs> Are any of those repeats of the same movie? Halloween, I saw it twice, the new Halloween. And you're counting that. Uh, I don't I actually don't remember if I counted that. So it could let's be say 50. 50. Yeah, let's just round yeah, it off at an even 50. That's the only one I saw you saw it twice? <laughs> yeah, in, in theater. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I saw Matrix Resurrections on New Year's Day, and I don't count that. So that could be 51. That's oh my yeah, gosh, he doesn't even count that. <laughs> I really had to well, break I don't him. count that as a movie either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any spicy Matrix takes? Uh, you're gonna find out on our oh! Oh! <laughs> I, I, I watched it at work and couldn't yeah. pay attention to anything, so I need to yeah. actually rewatch it. Oh wow, I didn't realize that you had like how passively seen it. Well, I pissed off everyone who walked in that night because they had to run out of there. Oh, that is that, that is sort of a... it was a it was a move of like I don't want to deal with anybody and they were turning on a movie that just came out that everyone wants to see. That's such a funny act of repellent. It worked. <laughs> oh shit! Spoilers. It worked. 
<laughs> Anytime a Marvel movie comes out, that's what you gotta do. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I can do that to myself at work. <laughs> I, I kind of thought I'd be into it, but there's a lot of talking and matrixing. Yeah, I bet there is. It's we really not. Yeah, I mean, we it's my number it. five, so we can start with it. Oh, <laughs> there, we <laughs> there we go! There we go! I mean, so did either of you get neither? You I have not seen it. I've, yeah. I was in and out. So, my favorite thing. I was upset about some things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's under, it's totally not for everybody. I know a lot of people hate it, but I love like right away. Lana Wachowski tells you that they were gonna make this movie with or without her. <laughs> it's like they're within the context of the yes, movie. She's like, tell, she's like, she's like, Warner Brothers is, was going to do Matrix clever. Four they, they with or without up, you, they Neo. Up to and Neo and they Lana. go, look, we're gonna continue. <laughs> yeah. With, game and i love so then like i experienced the whole movie as like it is a it's a paycheck but like she'd rather get the paycheck than anyone else who did it and one sure and when that takes away like i respect that i didn't have very high expectations that helps like, i respect that it's like a handcuffed movie yeah and, a, and it's not like it's not <laughs> uh change in any like the fight scenes aren't as insane as like the first couple or anything but they were you know it was fun to watch on big screen it was a great theater movie I what did like. you think sure. of new morpheus not not necessarily the performance care. but like that he was just there that he was drinking martinis and wearing like lounge jackets and or stuff like, like that and he even yeah he drew <laughs> i'm not kidding he drew attention they made him like they made him like <laughs> swinger yeah he's morpheus. like 25 years old <laughs> and he's drinking martini and stuff uh-huh that's really fight. funny and he has like like it's he's a little more suave yeah i would say it's a little more like yeah swinger yeah, it does have it, more of that. Uh, sure. You know, this Morpheus has jazz records and shit. <laughs> Who you know? plays him in the new movie? I don't even know the guy's name, actually. He, um, he's doing a very good impression of Morris. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's explained, <laughs> it's not like he's supposed to be, he's, he's not supposed to look like uh, Lawrence Fishburne or anything necessarily. He's he a new character, like but, and he's like, you know, I mean, he's in the, the he's in the Matrix, so it's, juicy. it's <laughs> fucked up. It's just fucking cool. It's fucking trippy, man. And new, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Really? Yep, Neil Patrick mm-hmm. Harris is uh, really? so smarmy. You just want to punch mm-hmm. him in the goddamn face. I bet you do. You absolutely do. <laughs> oh, he's a, I'm proud of his. Do you like I'm watching him get Patrick it in Gone Girl? <laughs> I I did like if by get it you mean like just, just, just get hammered rude. by everyone he shares a scene with. <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, wow! I don't think he's as good as everyone else in that movie as well. Well, no way. No I way. I think he's one of the more interesting examples of like a child actor <laughs> getting hammered by everyone else he's seen with. <laughs> I think that that might be the uh, harshest burn uh, in the pond today. Might be the title oh, be, of the that might be the hottest take. <laughs> He'll thing. never hear, and he's got Barney Stinson buddies. <laughs> yes, that's true. It'd be funny to go back and look at all the hot takes, because that really is a spicy <laughs> take. A take you can't even look at. I'm like, you know? it's like, like it's uh, Doogie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a TV guy. Yeah, Do you have a relationship yeah. to Doogie Hauser? Were you a Doogie Hauser guy? I remember it being a thing. Sure. That's My older it. sister. I never watched, watched it, it, so yeah. it was a little before for me too. Yeah. But I just remember being a being a child actor and having a recognition of other child actors that I saw in movies sure. and stuff, mm. and sure. being aware that they were actors. 
they, the, the illusion was popped always, for me. Always been studying the craft. <laughs> I've, always been, I've always been Kevin McAllister. Jealously, <laughs> jealously fucking sitting there on... God, I could have taken that part. Should have been mine. I have to live in Colorado my whole life. <laughs> brought the Lone Ranger a little too late in life. That's true. Yeah, I could have been an extra in the Lone Ranger. You know who did not what's have your that be What's your actual number? <laughs> <laughs> so, my actual number five, let me double check and make sure, is the scary of 61st. I was just talking about how Red Scare's, uh, That's the Red Scare uh kind of put worms in my brain and I... <laughs> And now, uh, maybe recency biasing, but I do really love this movie. I think I said to one of you after I watched it that it's like... Pulling out a pen, crossing things <laughs> off. <laughs> the most, like, modern movie I've ever seen. This is the movie about two girls who move into an apartment that used to belong to Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really like the setup. <laughs> yeah, it was the first movie I've ever seen that is like that. It just, like, does something with what, it, yeah, something so recent and unremarked upon in movies. Yeah. Like, it's just never something, like, maybe in a TV show, but even that would be weird, but, like... You might get, like, a Harvey Weinstein joke in a TV yeah. show, but, like, mm-hmm. the Epstein thing, people seem to... I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not want to touch it for some reason. That... So, it's funny to have something just, like, wrap its arms yeah. around it. Yeah. yeah. Especially and in the is. context of... In a horror film, you can get away with anything. Sure, you know, sure. There are really no yeah. rules for that genre. Uh, and they shot it on Super 16, so it has, like, this kind of... It's not a clash. I think it all fits really well, but you're seeing this, like, you know, it looks like Rosemary's Baby. Like, mm-hmm. okay. image texture and quality, yeah, you know. a little the, grainy. Yeah, yeah, the film, I think, just, like, looks beautiful. Was That's this on the, your top five, too? No, it's not on okay. my top five. Not on the top I did five. like it. I just wondered what... I'm glad that you... Oh, you're no. the only other person I know who's seen it. What did you oh, think of it? Oh, I, I really liked it a lot. The, uh... It was... It was a lot for me. Like, I... I wouldn't say I enjoyed watching it, really. But, uh, the... The girl... The one who's possessed. Like, yeah. She is just really putting it all is out there. The what the director? Yeah. Or is this one of the... Uh, it it's the co-writer. Oh, okay. That... I'm or, glad no, no, that... The, uh, no, the other girl that she oh, goes okay. down the rabbit hole with. They wrote it together. The two that aren't... The possessed possess ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they so they just wrote that part and made someone play it, huh? Because <laughs> really I, I just, when I saw that it was going <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, they were in the um, movie. I'm one of them. It is. That makes me want to see it more. Though. Yeah, yeah, she does. She has to really. Yeah. Uh, it's there, rough. She it's, has yeah. to really go through it. That's yeah. a tough watch. Yeah, but it was beautifully shot. Hey, man, I respect actors who are willing to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like a movie that is down to have some some freak out quality you know that's a thing that we don't do in movies as much as well anymore i think mm-hmm. so well, i like it for just what an intense experience it is i can't imagine how cool it would be to see that in on a big screen with a bunch of people because i think it might take on just a really crazy vibe in the room <laughs> 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 like it might play i think because it has a bunch of comedic elements in it that like if you're down to let that be comedic. <laughs> you know? It, but it's definitely... Uh, there's some laughs in it, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But and it's... then there's, like, the uncomfortable laughs that you get <laughs> from, like, when a movie really goes all the way. <laughs> and it does. I mean, yeah. if you guys want to spoil stuff, you can. This is a 
podcast. There's time. really nothing to spoil. I mean, no, yeah, I think the the setup is really fine. I'll watch it. <laughs> God, God. <laughs> I wouldn't want to spoil it because I don't think the alternative lot of title is, of this podcast is top five movies we're gonna make Mike watch. <laughs> well, but Mike has seen movies. Mike, what's your number five? My number five. Let me double, triple check because I wanted to bump this up higher. I, think, I know I'm still changing stuff as over a here. joke. <laughs> I thought it'd be funnier to bump this up higher. Yeah, oh, my God. number five is Eric Andre's Bad Trip. Yes, great choice. <laughs> yes, great dude. Choice. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Is that your uh, number one? No, it's no. It was almost my number one. It's, you know, it's fun. I just, I just put together my whole top forty list, and I was like, where? I was like, I really did love Bad Trip a lot. I did see Bad Trip on your list, and I was like, yeah, well, naturally. Yeah, that was one of the first ones I actually thought of that was, like, one of my favorite movies of the year. It feels like it was 700 years ago. Yeah, because we watched that together. We watched that together at work. That... Was spring? And then you watched it together at work like the day after we had both watched it on our own. I think it came out like at the same time as like the father and stuff. So yeah, like, I think that's right. And I had been anticipating it for about a year before that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, know. I had no idea. It made so damn long ago. I didn't watch it until summer actually, I think it was. And uh, I'm all, I'm the kind of guy who's, ex- I'm genuinely excited for the new Jackass movie. Oh, totally. me too. I definitely. In which Eric Andre appears. And, Absolutely. And, <laughs> you get <down> to the <laughs> face. Yeah. They're like, here's a snake. And yeah. I've seen that trailer like 150 times yeah. and it gets better every I, time. Yeah. Uh, and, and those guys and Eric Andre teaming up is like, yeah. Chef's Perfect. kiss, peanut mm-hmm. butter and yeah. jelly, man. Like, Eric Andre is also in the new season of Righteous Gemstones, which is another family that should welcome him in with, with the <laughs> wide open arms because he, he belongs. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love that guy. He's a uh, just a. Uh, what's your fa- What's your favorite stunt in Bad Trip? Oh, fuck. The I mean the one I think that we were both like obsessed with was the. This the blender. <laughs> I know. I was, I was just gonna say because like, like that's so good. it's so early. Like I didn't know how hard the well, movie was gonna go. Just, like putting his hands in the food and the wind lady's like uh, use a scoop. And, yeah. And the girl comes that. in like it's this whole scene plays yeah. out first. That's so and good. then the blender shoots up forty feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, that's a really really good choice. Yeah. I want I want them to do more. I want Eric Andre to do another one of those. Yeah. Whatever the sure. whatever he can whatever. figure out, just, put him, in a, just put him in another part of the country. I just like want to see him. There take are plenty of different... neighborhoods in this country where no one would know who the fuck that guy is. No oh, idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's go fucking. He's go to like the broad border. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not like it was with Jackass, where like they're gonna get so famous that you can't do it anymore really yeah. as much because. Yeah. Like, yeah, Eric Andre, no matter, like, that's never going to be like Jackass never, was in the early no. 2000s. Like, it is, like, it is funny that, yeah, uh, I think even, you know, there are so people, there are certain generations that are just on completely different yeah. levels, you know. Yes. That's what Tom Green, in like the Tom second Green's season of his great. show, was always with old people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the only people he could oh, yeah, with. Him, uh, him spray painting his dad's car with like the, the lesbians eating each other out was like one of my favorite, like funniest fucking things ever. Like, Tom Green, we owe it all to him. We've talked about this before. He's the, he's 
he's the goat. Oh, yeah. He, he really OG, laid, he laid down on the razor wire of, like, uh-huh. people, like, hating he, that yeah. kind of person. Of, like, <laughs> all right, we hate him, but, like, people still like him. What's wrong with these kids? Our, like, our, like millennial boy is showing so mm-hmm. much right now. Oh, hugely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, world. Guess, what, guess who I am? This, is, this is what a podcast is. I'm a 30-year-old white man. Sounds like. <laughs> exactly. Remember Tom Green? Uh, the only podcast where three 30-year-old white guys talk about <laughs> no, no way this happens anywhere else. <laughs> uh, well, for number four, I have a movie that I feel like everyone has totally forgotten about, but I really enjoyed, called Zola. Did you guys see Zola? Oh, wow! Oh, All right! I wanted to I, see Zola. It was a lot of, it was like the closest thing to like a big comedy that I saw in a theater, and I was like, oh, that's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> I know, it's a bummer. I, I wanted to see that one, and you saw it, and I was like, okay, I didn't have anyone else to go with. I didn't really want yeah. to see it that badly. Did you like it? I did like it. That was well, and I was that was one of the first movies I saw back in the mm-hmm. movie theater. Like one of the first movies I really, really wanted to yeah. see, uh, and I was glad I got to. So I was like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> uh, it didn't. I don't think that it's. I think that the first whatever thirty or forty mm-hmm. minutes is really good, and it has trouble kind of sustaining the tone mm-hmm. of the original uh, of the original yeah. tweets there's some stuff that they leave out obviously that's you're like, how do you leave that out up. yeah they shouldn't have left a single thing out of yeah, that yeah it's just tweets because that's but, what makes yeah. the story it so before. compelling like mm-hmm. i and that's what i went out and read it when i saw the trailer and heard you okay. telling me about it i just knew it and existed because we talked about on here like how cool like this is gonna probably become a more common form of media where someone mm-hmm. buys the rights to some crazy story that someone made up mm-hmm. or actually happened <laughs> like on the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Like, mm-hmm. I was talking about those crazy-ass Reddit stories. Like, yeah. there's tons of those out there that, like, would be totally movie-worthy mm-hmm. to adapt, you yeah. know? But and it, it's this not, is kind of the... The, the, the first the one. Pig, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, like... It wasn't the most amazing thing I saw or anything, but it did get a pretty big laugh response from, it was like a pretty good sized crowd and that was a lot of fun. And, uh, well, the kind I mean, of people that movie made fun for seem like fun chicks. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think that's the vibe. Uh, <laughs> you know, I also, I do like uh, having been to Florida a couple times now. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Just like, Florida's so weird movie. Oh, I love, yeah. <laughs> I love Florida movies. Florida's yeah. a strange place. <laughs> it really is. And yeah, this is like, yeah, this is way up there on the Florida pantheon of like with like uh spring breakers yeah, yeah, yeah. yes where it's just yeah, like this totally. could not take place anywhere else yeah. than Florida uh, <laughs> it also is a and I mean we've been saying this already but that's a really contemporary movie too yeah and that, I really like that director that Janixa Bravo I think is how you say her name yeah I wasn't familiar with her uh she directed, you ever see you ever saw Lemon with uh Mm-mm. what's that guy's name Brett Goldman Gelman Fred Gelman. Oh, yeah. The she was married to that guy. guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is, like, funny. so weird. <laughs> but she, has, she had a bunch of short films on Criterion last year that were, like, so stylish and cool. And, mm. like, the, the uh, Zola is, like, really stylish and cool. So I was yeah. already in the bag for it. Mm-hmm. Love great Nicholas time. Braun. Yeah, it's a yeah. great time. Great time. Uh, speaking of great times... My number four movie is Good Time by the Safety Brothers. <laughs> is, is, uh, uh, is Spencer. <laughs> good Time. <laughs> Which I think is a good time. This is the Princess Diana 
three. What is it? How is it explained in the in the opening credits of the movie? Oh yeah, it's like it's, a fictional or true story of something that didn't happen. Yeah, ba- based on a very based on a real fairy tale or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. So uh, it's a princess die movie. <laughs> but it is but like not a real story. It's like an imagined. Of like, what? Yeah, one weekend sure. in her I, life. I like that. Chris, kind of Christmas, yeah. Christmas weekend. It gives you a lot of freedom as, I think, legally and creatively. I do, too. So yeah, and, oh, totally, yeah. It seems like people were kind of not super hot on that movie because it wasn't a very precise autobiographical mm-hmm. thing, which is dumb because I think that that's what ruins yeah. biopics is doing Being that kind like, of thing. Like, instead of just imagining them. Just the person uh-huh. who is approving of it lying about what actually happened and Molly Cruz like we weren't actually that we were kind of cute right <laughs> right right yeah. Mike <laughs> beat women a little bit Mike, Mike made a great point about this the other day because I heard that Danny Boyle's making a Sex Pistols show and Mike was like see that one's probably going to be good because no one in the pitch of that idea was like leave that pot out <laughs> yeah, yeah. Johnny, Johnny Robbins like I'll sue you and they're like yeah I'll give it a shot <laughs> Make another <laughs> butter commercial, you fucking sellout. With them, there's the <laughs> other way of like, don't get vaccinated, you dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Spencer, really sick, really like expressionist. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Like, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that I haven't. Who plays Princess Di? Kristen Stewart. She crushes it. Oh, crushes so it. Good. Nice. Yeah. Also, love to see Mike and I bitched about. Kristen Stewart as. Fuck yeah. I've come around. I didn't used to like her. And we yeah. we talk all the time about British people playing American historical figures. Uh-huh. So I was like so fucking in when, yeah. when I saw that <laughs> she was playing Princess yeah. Diana. I was like, yes. Yeah. They yeah. need to know how that feels. <laughs> they do. Uh, well, I mean, a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, she is. She's so good at it, though. She really I, is. Yeah. Uh, I really. That, I'm on that Oscar campaign for her. I I would love it if she won. It's funny you said that about Zola because. Spencer for me is like the first thirty-five or forty minutes is one of my favorite yeah. stretches. Me, in any me movie. too. Yeah. And then it, I don't know the the whole like the whole last half hour or so. I I mean I wasn't like expecting any big like everything is gonna come together in a, but it just seemed like it just like kept yeah. going on and on. The all the stuff like at her like parents' house thing. I was like I'm. Mm. Something about that entire section of it, I was kind of like, what? What's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, having not seen this, what is, like, the, I don't know, elevator pitch of, like, the thing that happens that didn't happen? Or is that a spoiler? I don't think spoiler. that that's really, I mean, it's, it's so stylized that that is really It's just, really like, a day even, in the life more. It's, it's yeah. about the, like, it's just, the, the oppressive, ridiculous life that she was kind of forced into. And, and this like, is before she was, like, I'm yeah, right before. I okay. think her, okay. Yeah. Fairly soon before, yeah. Yeah. So some Sylvia Plath kind of energy. It is a little like blood, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. I Which mean, is probably what, why it was so in my real house. She, also, really pretty movie, yeah. Yeah. Truly. Mike, number four. Uh, My number four. Hang on, let me check my notes because I shifted these earlier. Mm, let me check my notes. Mm, I got a. <laughs> the card counter. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, card counter. <laughs> this is my number four. This movie was rad and fucked up, and uh, this was like num- a good like uh, post uh, like twenty first century deer hunter kind of energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. It it like it has it has a a, a pretty veterans. heavy heavy tone that it yeah. rarely lifts. It's about, <laughs> yeah. it's about war trauma. I was, that's why I was like. 
a deer hunter. Like we saw that we saw that on September 11th. Remember? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we were having no idea that there was that. And we were like, how how clever of him to release this movie. Oh, dude, I love him so much. That was a really nice touch. The 20th anniversary. He was just like, oh yeah. And I feel kind of bad because the that movie buries the lead so well that like a lot of people aren't gonna watch it because they would if they knew what it was actually about yeah but it would be a, like probably too much to give that away in the marketing because it doesn't sure. come up for a while such a shocking amazing yeah. moment oh yeah you want that in the movie I think Schrader wanted all the dudes who want to watch that movie because they think it's a card movie to, yeah. to start it and be like oh yeah, like, I'll trick them and they'll think it's rounder <laughs> sure. yeah. oh yeah and we were going thinking it kind of would be a little yeah. bit you know yeah. I like the card stuff in it too, actually. Yeah, that it was stuff. sparse and quick, and then you're like, "Let's get and to it, the real meat of this man." Yeah, it was so. Like, it was like so purposefully boring. The card stuff of like, I just make enough to afford my Super Seven motel it, room. It was like a really good, um, you know, uh, like late twentieth century novel. Yeah. You know, that you yeah. read that yeah. is just kind That's of a good point. kind of manly and fucked up and like here's my man emotions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Schrader is the absolute best at like here is my emo butch. <laughs> like yeah. he, like yeah. he loves yeah. that shit. Hearing all my feelings <laughs> Great pick, Mike. I'm so Super glad macho. that was on your list. That's like number seven in mine and I like because that was number one on my year list for like a long time. Until the until like the last like two months. months, yeah. Yeah, and there's a yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that came out for sure. Surprises too. Yeah. David number three. David number three. That's not too big of a surprise. You got come on, come on. Oh. So, wow, we're really getting to oh, talk about a bunch of great stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's my number three too. Oh nice. Yeah, nice. Oh perfect. Let's yeah, combo it. Yeah. Nice. Let's, uh, come on, so, come on. Like you never get warm Joaquin. I love warm Joaquin for that like movie, an hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> so that nice. movie hit me on every like fucking like like wanting to be a dad, being a son. Being a brother, mm-hmm. every fucking level. That yeah, it's so uncle. The most relatable one, yeah. movie I saw here. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I saw it with beautiful. you and Jordan, and I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like multiple times throughout the movie, just like wiping away, wiping yep. a single tear. <laughs> yeah, it really, it was, it, yeah, just such a nice. It kind of is like Minari, and that just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, like that sunny. That went down so easy. Yeah, you know it, it does. Really it does test you, but like, not too much. Well, and I'm, yeah. a, I'm <laughs> such a little bit. I'm such a fan of like the idea of like children reminding adults what life is actually about. Mm-hmm. Good job. Like, it that always works. Yeah. yeah. If it's done, yeah, if they're not too heavy-handed, which it wasn't. Really, I mean, it was. He well, was like, a cute kid. Like, but it's it just wasn't like such a fact, yeah. undeniable fact of life. Yeah. To, that, oh, definitely. To be reminded of like that, you know. Innocent, that innocent kind of perspective on things where you don't have all of your bullshit constructs loaded onto things. And that movie's also really good at him teaching his nephew, like, it is okay for men. The opposite of the card counter, like, it is okay for you to express your feelings and to be upset and (laughs) to cry (laughs) and to be sad and, and like, Adults are going to make mistakes and, and like, yeah, they're not perfect either. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot... Yeah, it's just a really... Really came from a real place that movie. It felt like. Yeah, I like I like Mike Mills a lot. Yeah, and Twentieth Century Women so, is also just yep. a very like 
embalming mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of movie. Do you think Joaquin will get a nomination for that one? I don't know. I think he There's... deserves it more than the Joker. We should. Well, yeah. Because I think that was a really great... I mean, I mean, he got even, skinny for that, but he was pretty big and come but, on, come on. I know, he went the other way, he had a belly. You know, yeah. Yeah. He, he clearly bonded with that, yeah. act, that young actor. Oh, yeah. like, Did you see that, that kid's fake? British? No. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> out serious. of here. Is he Jewish? The kid is not. That kid is not. Tell me, he's Jewish. These are lies. British kid lies. That's amazing. No, I just listened to him talk about it on the DGA podcast. I know. Yeah, he does a great job. That kid's gonna. You should listen to him. Places. Spike Jones interviews him on the on the uh, D, on the DGA podcast, and they both just like talk like this to each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's adorable. Adorable. really nice. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny to me that Mike Mills is married to Miranda July. I know. Like, what a so, wild, so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I do like imagining they're just like like what. How do they decorate for a birthday party? It's yeah. Stuff. It's just got to be way out there. So it must have been his birthday. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. No. Agreed. But I mean, they got at least one kid together. So is that a combo? Or maybe the, the kid decides. The kid's probably. I'm sure that kid has a lot of opinions. That kid's going to be uh, well versed. Yep. Totally. The kid knows some things. Totally. Katie read her novel. Uh, oh, the, I did too. The, uh, I like, the last Batman, is that what it's called? Yeah. Or the first Batman? Something about the Batman. I, it was years ago that I read it, but it was oh. good. It was, <laughs> she I said it was it. super weird. It was weird. <laughs> Definitely weird. There's like a one thing that's always stuck with me about that book. Is she talks about there's like a baby in it and they're scared to cut its nails, so they never do. And the kid like scratches up his face Whoa. with his long nails. And I just, it's not like, no, it's yeah, just like a little bit. Baby but, nails are a thing. Yeah, they get really sharp. Yeah. And so like, I think of that like once a month. <laughs> that's just a crazy. It's like I, I don't have. That's like so a I never crazy about like that. you know like kind of Stephen King thinking when someone uh-huh. tells you like oh yeah you have to clip baby's nails you know and or you're else like what what if, what if you did <laughs> what if you didn't <laughs> <laughs> stupid baby wow yeah you said it was pretty affecting yeah it's worth a read for sure. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think that I might. Mm, okay, I'll do number three, and then. Well, you kind of have to. We both. Sure. So you guys are spent on that, and then maybe mm-hmm. we can take a break, come back, and do our ones and twos. That's a good Sounds idea. Good, yeah. Cool. Like so, that. my number three is the souvenir part two. I mm. didn't see part I two. Didn't, I didn't get to see it either. It wasn't in town here. I, I know it was in Denver for like one weekend, I was, and I had uh, to go, and I did. I told you my thoughts on part one. Yeah. You know. I don't recall. Well, I watched it in preparation for That's our true. film. That's true. Because it was on the list. It was and, on the list. Uh, it was it on was the watch accessible. list. <laughs> and it was, yeah. And I think, and I, did you see it in the theater, David? No, Hart the one? first one. You no. didn't? I saw that at home. Yeah. Really good. I love Joanna Hogg's movies and the way that she frames shit and like yeah they're very uh, do these long austere yeah i just love the the, love the pace of them and the the new movie for anyone who's seen part one is about her making a movie about that relationship that she experienced in the first part Mm -hmm. uh which the guy was really the kind of the engine of that down yeah brandoing that movie a little bit yeah yeah he's a yeah he's it's got a lot of gravity. He was that, is a, that, is a, that is a young Brando-esque kind of role, that a character. British Brando. Yeah. He's good. I like yeah. him. Yeah, he's really good. 
Um, so without that, I was like, what the fuck are they gonna do without? Well, they really our guy. They they give her they give her a, a lot more to do. But then there's also a really great. I think he's only in like three scenes. But what's his name? Richard Aoti. Is that how you say oh, yeah, his name? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to say it, but I've seen yeah. him. He, yeah, he's uh, he plays this really British like standard. hilarious like Noel Fielding like <laughs> Andy Warhol filmmaker in that movie, and uh-huh. he just <laughs> he's such a shift in tone from everyone that you meet in the first part and even like when you're with more of her film student friends yeah. in the second one he's he he's still just like <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking hilarious but he is so fucking funny in that movie and like it's ri- and then it ends with I'm a bigger fan of British comedians than I am British actors. <laughs> They're not coming for your neck. <laughs> They're not coming for my neck, but like I'd cast them. I'd cast them uh-huh. any day. Yeah, I could get them. Uh-huh. And I and I don't need them to fucking have an accent. They uh-huh. sound great already. Yeah. We we on our last episode we were pitching big on uh, Matt Berry and. Danny McBride linking up for a, <laughs> yeah, a like, buddy like, comedy. Playing like long lost brothers or some shit. <laughs> Who's Matt Berry? Matt, Matt Berry. <laughs> From what we do in the shadows. Oh, okay. Yeah. The show or the movie? The, the, the show. show. The show. Oh, okay, I haven't watched the show. He's also just another one, of, like a Richard Iona British mainstay. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan they of did, They comedy, did an amazing show together did. called... Garth Marenghi's Dark yes, Place. Yes, they're both on I think I've heard that, that yeah. which was like a six-episode Adult Swim re- Nonsense. Reissued. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's... Yeah, an intentionally <laughs> bad... Uh, some of the best intentionally bad performances and filmmaking ever mm-hmm. yeah. on screen. Oh, it's wow. you know, really good. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, I'm glad we could bump that up. Wait, you <laughs> talked about Garth Marenghi in back-to-back episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna do we're gonna do that and put it on our Patreon and make you guys pay for it. Wow, <laughs> uh, that would be great. One yeah. ninety minute that podcast episode per episode of the show. <laughs> the, whole, the whole show runs. Not gonna about edit a two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. That seems like a decent place to, to take a break. All right. Bye. Break time. Wow. Good stuff. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Of the next year for our Patreon, so people will pay us to 
King fucks him up. No, but that's the whole thing with Patreon is you just kind of deal with whatever we say. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch them at all. Eight bucks sounds great. Eight we'll put out. Perfect. We'll put out a Patreon every two months. Yeah. 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 You have to pay $16 for each episode, which is just about one Adam Sandler movie. But it's like two and a half hours. Hey, you know, oh, I my God. I don't think that's much different from a lot of Patreon. No, I think that's the the whole idea of Patreon is just like, what can I just leave on? Yeah. 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 You're, you're, you're focusing in on the obsessive you're just leave it on. You're focusing in on the paid content. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll this, get back to that in a few weeks. Yeah, this is not paid content. This is number two. This is shit. Number two. Number two. Play the infographic. David, I think I think that you are up. I am up. I'm going with number two, Power of the Dog. Oh, number two! Number two for Power of the Dog. I enjoyed it very much. Love Jesse Plemons. I love everybody in it. But uh, it was a real nice... I would... Is that the one where he's a Nazi? No, that's the Western one where Benedict Cumberbatch is from oh, Montana. Really? I heard he was a terrible accent. I thought his accent was fine. I thought his accent's really good, Okay. Actually. This is the best okay. that I have ever liked This is liked just what him. I've heard. Yeah. I would say it's the most I've ever... I've not seen that much of him, but I thought he was really good in it. Oh, so this was a good movie, huh? This is a really good movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. And it's, uh... I think the Oscar favorite right now, it sounds like, for Best Picture. Yeah, it seems like that's the favorite. This is Jane Campion. What's it about? Jane Campion. Well, it's based on a novel. It's set in, like, uh, Montana in the 1920s. Jesse Plemons and Cumberbatch are, like, a pair of like cattle driving brothers who came from a rich family very rich yeah they went to like yale yeah yes but now they but now like ranch cumberbatch like pretend is like yeah pretends to be this like hard-ass cowboy and plemons is like no i'm kind of a nice gentleman yeah <laughs> plemons is still a little bit of a fancy boy yeah, yeah. Uh, but our hero and, and cumberbatch and, is the bad guy right Anti-hero. He's the anti-hero. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and Kirsten Dunst plays a, a widowed, like, bed and breakfast. Dunst? Yeah. And That's Kirsten, all you needed to say. And Kirsten Dunst is getting a lot of uh, supporting actress. Oh yeah. I would love it. Yeah, she was I would love it. Yeah. I think Jesse Plemons should, but he probably won't because it was so, like, like he usually does is, like, so quiet and still all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's not so a flashy part. Yeah, it's not, doesn't seem super likely, but he was my favorite part of it. Yeah, I I mean you should watch it. And obviously there is a somewhat big spoiler. The it is uh paced really well. The last forty minutes I think are as exciting as the first forty minutes. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, people say that it like gets crazy at the end, and I don't think it really does. It just like ends well. Like it just doesn't slow down at the end. Yeah, probably more than yeah. what it felt like. But then it is like over. I remember yeah, when I when ends. I used to watch TCM movies with you, and we'd watch those thirties and forties things, uh-huh. and you're like, and they just like, yeah. wrap that shit up, and we're they done. Kiss, and in the middle of the kiss, it's black. <laughs> <laughs> over. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> it's, I I mean, and it's not short, but I think it's it's pretty perfect two hours yeah i expected it, it to it be longer drag, for like no. what it is but yeah it does I not think i just expect yeah. movies to drag nowadays movies are too long to two and a half yeah, hours everything is too, like stupid yeah. stuff when is i grew up it's 90 hours. minutes 
Yeah. It's a goddamn movie. <laughs> That's right. I think Zola was 90 minutes. So I was yeah. Why I like Maybe Zola. it's because yeah. I was watching yeah. kids' movies in the 90s. Yeah. And that's just how long they were. But now yeah. kids' movies are like two hours and 15 yeah. minutes for Hotel Transylvania yeah. 4 or whatever. It's wow. Really? <laughs> I'm guessing on that one, but I know that. It seems like it feels like it right I was going to see it, but it was just too long. I mean, that is a split decision thing that I'll do, man. If it's too long, I'm going to... Yeah. I'm not going. You know Sandler and all his buddies star in those movies? Hmm. The Transylvania movies? Is that who yeah, he's not in the he's Dracula. He's not in the new one. Though. Oh really? Heard, yeah, they, he must have cashed out. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, he's in the first three though. I'm, he's I'm like, I don't know if one. you saw, but I was in uh, Uncut Gems, nominated for a Golden Globe. Yeah, he should have got the Oscar nom on that. Oh, he's so good in that. I was think I was thinking about how the last couple of good Oscars anyway, there's been like the one per- like truly good performance that's like sitting on the outside of those mm-hmm. nominees and. Like, Sandler was one, and, like, Ethan Hawke in First Performed was one. Oh, he didn't get nominated? No, and it was such bullshit! <laughs> he was great at that. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if that's going to be this year. I don't know what made me think of that. Number two, Power of the Dog. Really good. Yeah. Mike, what's your number two? My number two... Let me check my notes here. Oh, that's right. Licorice Pizza. This is also <laughs> my number two. Nice. I think, nice. I imagine we have the same number one. Oh no, sir. Okay. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, licorice pizza. Um, we love, talked about this in the last time. Love a movie where a young man and a grown woman can share love. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> that time was called the 70s. I love Happened some, all the time. I love the 70s. Yeah. I love some twee coming of age shit. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Sure. This movie had Push My Buttons. Mm. Legitimately love older funny. women, Legitimately love the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. it. Those two things. <laughs> that's all. Uh, two favorite things. I guess the mostly when we talked about Lakers Pizza the other day, we were talking about the, how how people who were how people who are really upset about that have worms in their brains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it is like just like no life experience. Well, say. yeah, it's like it's like one of the least. Sexualized romances that I've ever oh, seen yeah. in a movie, like because yeah. like kiss? like Maybe people once. use they at the very at end, the but very end. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like and even yeah. that was like it was them not run, like them running this, hand, hand in hand is the image you yeah, walk exactly. away with. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I'm not gonna I think throw the rest of that movie out because of the ending. I, I'm not gonna. No, throw yeah, it. I don't no, mean no. that in a bad way. I mean that in like yeah. it was not like you said. It's not a sexualized romance at all. It's about you know. Being young and connecting with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, shit. I I don't know that I have had relationships as good as the one portrayed in that movie. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> and I was really surprised at how mu- how like many Max Fisher vibes I got out of the Cooper Hoffman character. <laughs> I was not expecting he'd be like full on like running multiple businesses as uh-huh. a fifteen year old uh-huh. and like. Like yeah, the guy, his the mom. guy that's based on sounds like just a fascinating character. Yeah, I heard a little about that. that. Paul a Anderson or just was like, yeah, I guess he just probably met him and was mm-hmm. like, oh, I love your stories. They meshed up well with some of these other. I guess mm-hmm. he had the idea for the kid hitting on the school photographer because he witnessed it once mm-hmm. and it just stuck in his head for mm-hmm. years. And that's 
you know, it's the kind of shit I love about, you know, good writers and stuff is you'll just kind of carry around this this idea until something is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that in that. There's a lot of that movie is very memory. <laughs> it seems yeah, like. Yeah, well, that's, I think, what's so out. great about it is mm-hmm. that it has that, uh, and, part, and part of it's because you showed it on film, so it has a texture that is something you can latch onto, but mm-hmm. it had, like, Mad Men has that feeling where it seems like every time something happens, and they, I think it's because they say it early on when he's like, I'll never forget you. Mm-hmm. And you'll never yeah, forget right me. Away. They yeah. say that right away, so you know that for the rest of this thing, they're just everything they're doing is connected. just like throwing paint all over each other and like mm-hmm. just never separating, basically. Yeah. Well, it's got this like nostalgic sentimentality because he's getting older. Like, yeah, Boogie Nights is the same down the street, but it's like his teenage porny, you know, storyline, and now he's like. But, you know, I have teenagers. The young love, yeah. the young love being a teenager, really yeah, special. You mm-hmm. know? And Magnolia, obviously, about um, <laughs> doing coke. <laughs> yeah, that's what that yeah. was my big takeaway from Magnolia too. That was like death of the father stuff, but mostly yeah, coke. yeah. <laughs> well, well, dealing with one through the other, I would say. Like, I, it's really amazing to like. Can you imagine, like, no one would ever do that with a movie now, like, a big Oscar movie just, like, dropped frogs in that song, like, oh my <laughs> God. Just, like, you such know, a flex that no one has ever tried. The the they would never let another dude in his 20s do it. No. Sure. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it is a really, uh, the frog thing is such a good representation of, like, losing someone mm-hmm. who's been constant in your life, and you're like, oh my God, the, yeah. some fucking horrifying miracle is yeah. happening yeah. before mm-hmm. me that seemed unimaginable yeah yeah know? that's true he's a masterful yeah, writer he's i great. think mm-hmm. i mean i this definitely is not one of like it's not probably in my top five of his movies yeah but like, i also don't have the long relationship to it that i have with the other ones too so you never know how i was it, surprised inherent vice for me got a lot like I, now it's i love top inherent two for me <laughs> yeah it's amazing it's, it's so amazing it's, and i, I knew i it. would man yeah i put it off for so long because i was like <laughs> This movie's going to upset me because it's going to be everything that I so want. So perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything that is Very me. Very true. <laughs> I think we've had that conversation about, like, Inside Lou and Davis for the Coen brothers, too. Mm-hmm. That, like, it's like, oh, I know this. Hail Caesar was that for me, too. It's like, oh, I know this is one of them that's for me. They're not always for me. <laughs> I, I felt that way when I saw mm-hmm. Hail Caesar in the theaters, and he goes, we're not talking about money. We're talking about economics. Yeah. And I was the only person who laughed. <laughs> yep. Or the, uh, what about the biggest laughs is the divine presence to be shot when they're showing the movie and they haven't shot God yet. That's uh, so good. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite character. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know how to keep unpacking licorice pizza because it doesn't it. seem like a huge I, unpacking. I don't see... I don't I think it's yeah. silly for everything's got to be fucking controversial now, except for I, yeah the things that make more money. I don't know. It just seems stupid. It. I mean, it does. It. It seems like a lot of people probably haven't watched it, and it is like it does sound startling when you hear that. Like she's twenty five and he's fifteen. Well, oh, that's weird. And that is like a natural first. You also have to be like, it's the seventies. Let yeah. me set the. Let me set the stage. Have you seen, fucking, uh, Days and Confused? <laughs> Taxi driver is worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. I mean, well, it has the, it, it does the have the weird taxi driver 
illusion in it where they're in that the campaign office for like yeah that's a good point as soon as that's they saw that I was like right. this is what just if, like what if it's the, I didn't even think about what if that? it's just taxi driver for Alana Heim and he just <laughs> put it in a really like nice package <laughs> yeah kind of, and that Alana Heim performance man yeah but like I, some of the stuff we didn't this, we, a lot when she, we talked about this before we didn't talk about any of these some performances some of the stuff I saw was like oh, it's a manic pixie dream girl movie and I was like she's not that though and it's not she's like it's the not opposite about, it's not about her him watching her which is what those movies are about mm -hmm. and him like putting her on this mm -hmm. pedestal it's about her watching this guy who's a fuck up and realizing like well he loves me and I love him and like having a real a more realistic perspective on love than yeah. this kind of idealized Disney bullshit Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. It's not uncomplicated, but that doesn't mean it's bad or needs to be condemned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just weird behavior, I think. Yeah, it is. Inter typical internet. I'd behavior. like to see him do more movies with that tone, honestly. Because it's yeah. kind of out of his it is normal funny. range. Like, um, Phantom Thread Sandwich Between Inherent Vice and uh, this one is a really weird. If you think, like, the way he bounces back, because, like, Phantom Thread is so tight everything is so he's so uptight and it's just shot and decorated and everything in such Meticulous. a different way yeah and it's really it's really impressive that he's able to to switch gears like that yeah i mean he's i mean the best living yep. director he's definitely my favorite <laughs> me as well a live man yeah <laughs> my favorite alive man Oh, that two. was my number two. That, that was, was your number two. We sure did. My number one is The Last Duel. Oh! <laughs> 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 Fucking rules. <laughs> so good. Wow. Dude, I like... knew that you were going to just bring explosions. <laughs> Wait, are you a millennial? <laughs> I watched it on what my phone, so, so phone I learned something. <laughs> yeah, I had fun uh, watching yeah. my phone while I was sitting in the movie theater. When I, but when I looked up around texting, it was really interesting. Oh, no, it's funny that, like... To complain about the movie not making a lot of money, it's like it's about rape in the Middle Ages. Yeah, and it's just like that's what it's like, gonna let's be. Let's apply yeah. a Rashomon yeah. thing to a rape story in the current no, what world. I, yeah, the mistake that they be. made was not like making the whole movie about like when they're the commercials and everything. Like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote another movie together for the first yeah, time right. since Goodwill Hunting. And then, but it's still not going to make a lot of movie because it's still about a rape in the Middle Ages. But that doesn't yeah. matter. And it was great. And they, someone paid to make it for some reason, gave a hundred million dollars to make it. Yeah. And I loved the shit out of it. I so I'm. This is one of the like one of the few things that I'm really kicking myself about not having seen yet. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I I, I was immediately like really when I saw these trailers like they don't make that kind of movie anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I'm they down. Don't, yeah. You know, like that's just weird enough a cast that I'm super into it because I love. Jodie Comer. Yeah, she was amazing. She's in it. so great, mm -hmm. and she's Ridley Scott, who obviously mm -hmm. was pumping shit out this year. Is make his next movie is the Napoleon movie. Oh, I can't wait. Starring uh -huh. Hakeem Phoenix and Jodie Comer. That's I believe, right. Plays she had to Mrs. drop out. Oh no! Yeah, really? I saw that. Uh, she dropped out, but someone good took and it. Napoleon's cursed. Like that was Kubrick's like yeah. fucking. You know. Are like, you saying Ridley Scott's gonna die? I don't know, man. I think Napoleon he's is just, fucking going strong. Napoleon, he, Napoleon is like yeah, the, he seems fine. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like the Confederacy of dunces. Like bad shit tends to happen whenever people try to do this. That's thing, true. You know? What other is there another example other than the Kubrick one? Mm, no, 
I'm just talking about my ass right now a little bit. There hasn't, oh. been, <laughs> there probably is. There hasn't been a big Napoleon movie. It's true that no I'm one's like touched it. I'm like, yeah. if Kubrick couldn't do it. That's well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Kinda. It's, um, it's really Scott doesn't give a fuck enough. Vanessa Kirby. The millennials don't give a fuck. Sure, sure. 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 Those millennials were looking at their phones and ruined it again. They're like Napoleon. I don't care about him. Is he like a musician? What about them island boys? That's a classic millennial question, right? I ride with the island boys. Are you an island boy? Yeah. Born in Tallahassee. We've been over this. You could just like two if you turns. Would, if you'd lived your whole life in Tallahassee, Mike, you would be so weird now. <laughs> I like it. A completely different person. <laughs> for sure. I'd have yeah, you've some, got I'd have some neck tattoos and stuff by you, now. You have like some of the most Colorado vibes <laughs> people I know. Like I would say you're like top I'm ten proud, of I'm Colorado. Proud of Colorado. Yeah. Ever since South Park started airing, I was like, yeah, I live in a cool place. I wear coats and hats. <laughs> That's right. I live in I don't snowboard, but I see people with the equipment. But I sometimes. used to, and I asked my parents for money. <laughs> oh my God. So why don't you give us your number one, Alan Boy? Uh, my number one is the tragedy of Macbeth. Love it. I, I knew it. Nice. Well, I asked you earlier. I was like, does that count as last year? Yeah. It, yeah. It was and tech- you didn't respond, and I was like, damn, he's I mad showed my cards. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I'm going to be 15 minutes late worrying about this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's not my intention. No, that's... Not, that's a, not an unrealistic scenario, but not in this case. No, I, that's, well, that's <laughs> that was my own insecurities. <laughs> uh, yeah, Macbeth counts, and Macbeth is oh, fucking yeah. awesome. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, we. I just saw it the other day. Oh, I did like it a lot. Yeah, civilian Shakespeare ears yeah, here. I don't know shit about Shakespeare. Shakespeare I have to like, <laughs> I have to like pick out the tone to be like, all right, that's what's going on in this scene. But I still enjoy it. I loved how like that. The real minimalist sets and everything. Uh, did it remind you of Citizen Kane at all? Yeah, <laughs> it did a little bit. That's a good point. I, I forgot you said that. And then I, I do like I like a, the older Denzel because mm. he's so Denzel all that even when he's doing Shakespeare, you're still getting full Denzel, yeah, that's what I was uh, like, which is I really was like, nice. Man, but Denzel, because everyone does Shakespeare, Shakespeare the same. Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah, yeah, it does. The we talked about this on the last episode, but the the way that they shoot. The is this a dagger I see before we speech? The one mm-hmm. who's walking down that corridor. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that. There was just so that seems many... like the one he figured out that was like, I can do the rest of the movie. Yeah, they just. I mean, they have that. There's yeah, a lot of thing. trickery and and magic in it, but a lot of it is like just so simply framed all the time. Well, it's that theater the, thing. It's the, like, like the most uh, theatrical Shakespearean adapt- adaptation. Probably, it's the best. Shakespearean adaptation. I think that that's Baz. not Sorry to Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> yeah, sorry to Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> like, Kenneth Branagh was never going to be, like, number one. His much to do is see. I don't dislike Kenneth Branagh. I don't, I don't I like either. Belfast I actually sucks. give him a lot of credit. <laughs> I give Kenneth Branagh a ton of credit for doing what he did for Shakespeare and having the ensembles of actors yeah. that he did. Sure. 
Michael Keaton. That's he's generous. Just, he's just doesn't Robin seem Williams. like he's having that much fun Denzel. with it. Denzel. Keanu. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Keanu. Oh, man. That's right, dude. The new Matrix is worth seeing just for like when they show him like a genetically like 3D printed strawberry and he's like, a strawberry? <laughs> like, oh, there it is. That's the Keanu that I want. That's my boy. He's back. Uh, he's did a Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> see the Bill and Ted. That was fun. It was fun. I we did a whole great day. Time. We did a whole day of it, watching all three of them. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> was did you do that with the stun? It was mostly me and stun. We've, we've been talking about it for years. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Before it was even announced, we were, we were in the front row. <laughs> did you see that in the theater? No, we rented it. Oh, okay. I we, was we like... got. We just watched all three of them. It got really high, and eventually, we're, the third one is. Not the best one, or the worst. It is the worst one actually. No <laughs> but it's still good. <laughs> I, w- I haven't seen something the second has one to be third forever. It's, it's definitely. The but third. those the the daughters are so goddamn funny. They're in the so new one. funny. They're amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I would watch another movie with just those characters mm-hmm. and be fine. Yeah, with you it. almost didn't even need the original. It sure. worked because they were doing an impression of them basically. It was sure. very contemporary reboot, passing the torch on to the next generation. Mm-hmm vibes you love to see but that but everyone's just dumb and adorable mm-hmm. and i'm glad Macbeth brought us here <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic Macbeth you turn into the new bill yeah. and ted <laughs> actually uh, never mind bill and ted three is number one <laughs> that's the last number one is that no i have my la- my number oh, one yeah. and my number one i watched last night and it is benedetta oh I <laughs> paul <yet>. verhoven <laughs> Wait, you want, this is the lesbian nun movie? Yes. <laughs> this was what I this is what I imagined would have been if I had watched it because I love Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. We what did, did we watch Robocop at work together? Uh, I made you watch Total Recall. Total Recall is what which we watched. Is, I love Total which Recall. It's something you should watch again because it's a movie that requires oh, I five it. watches. <laughs> I loved it. Five I've watched it since I was a kid, yeah. <laughs> one for each level of uh awesomeness. <laughs> there are a bunch, yeah. But anyway, it's because I know that his past in the last like ten years, he's been making his like Dutch art house movies, which he started out doing. Yeah, but he brings Robocop. a he brings a little more uh, like <laughs> just crazy American. crazy juice to Benedetta. Mm. It like it's I didn't know that was the title. It's a great title for, and that's the name of the nun. And I guess it's based on a real thing. It's based on a book. Oh really? About this, uh, the town of Pesha that was untouched by the plague. But it sounds and, like, like it's less. It's, it's so crazy. It sounds like it's, it's less them like gazing longingly at each other and more just like, like she carnal. fucks her with a cross. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. There's chance. there's a scene at the nuncio of the Pope's number one movie yeah. <laughs> where this this pregnant woman like brings in this stuff like with this like official from the from the Pope, and this nun is like. They like note that she's pregnant. She's like, yeah, I can, I'm can milk already, and she pulls out her tit and sprays milk all over the table. <laughs> it is like, so this is like the young pope, X-rated. It's like the most sacrilegious movie. I love and, that. And it's like has just total freak out vibes. There's a couple, you know, because it takes place during the plague, obviously. So there's a few shots in it that like remind me of, uh, uh, the Devils, which is this really fucking insane movie from the. It's based on a play, but it's this insane, like, freak-out plague 
like ravaged the world Oliver Reed screaming movie and it has a lot of that energy but very feminine and cool. it's fucking it's, it's exciting yeah. it's really good it's really good uh, the two the two primary performances of the two girls are like nuts <laughs> So that, similar to Scariest Sixty First, there's still, just some still killing it, man. Yeah, he's, he's also like in his eighties. Yeah, I think I think he's old guys, I man. think it took me a long time to realize that all of these movies that I loved were by the same guy. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you're telling time. me Total Recall, <laughs> and, well, and Showgirls, and all these old guys like coming yeah. out with these movies. It makes Quentin Tarantino just look like a lazy piece of shit. He says no he's gonna doubt. retire his next movie. Yeah, like these people are still making great movies in their eighties. Like it's very doable. Yeah, yeah. Now they now they can. Tell the stories they probably have been waiting mm-hmm. to tell for a long time. Yeah, let these poor old white guys tell their stories. Uh, <laughs> Marty! Marty! Oh, come poor on. Marty. Oh, Marty, come on. We'll throw as many special... You can you can cast all the old white guys you want. We'll make them look as young as you can. <laughs> yeah. We'll do them up real pretty. They'll look just like you remember. They're going to kick just like they used to. Just look at them stomp that head. So funny. This will be right about an hour. That's yeah, fucking this great one, stuff. This one might see the air. Do we have this stuff is in here? Do we have any last? Do you guys have a uh, favorite performance of the year you want to shout out? Uh, I really loved uh, Will Smith and King Richard. I thought he was oh great in fuck! That. See this. I know that King Richard is gonna be one of those movies that I Oscars come around and I'm like, fuck! Movies, I still haven't seen this, and now it's no longer an issue. <laughs> yes. It. Uh, um, <laughs> he was just a. Uh, I mean, yeah, everyone, he's, he might win the Oscar for it, so it's not like... It, see, it seems like that's going to happen, yeah. I really, I thought he was he's, great. He has not won an Oscar yet. No. No, so this he was is nominated. Prob- this is very probable. Then. The year that he, uh, that Denzel he won, won. He won the Golden Globe already, didn't he? Or the, oh, did he? He might have a Golden Globe. No, for that. Oh, the other day. Yeah, the other day. I think, I think he did. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I know that Kenneth Branagh won for original screenplay. Nick. Nicholas Cage and Pig was great. Sure, I wanted that's another. Cage is good. I didn't list. love Pig. Oh, you didn't love Pig? I like Pig quite a bit. The uh, it would have been in the top ten. For the me. under the like grimy underground yeah, fighting world of Portland. I'm like, give me a fucking break. That was, <laughs> that was an odd left turn. That sounds it's like you just your movie was 15 minutes too short, huh? It's <laughs> just like what? There, uh, I'm excited for his next movie, The uh, Unbearable Weight. Yeah, that looks like extreme fun. talent. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I'm like I just love the world embracing Nick Cage. You know he's special. He's like a Brendan Fraser. You know totally. I want to hug him. Who's gonna keep having Let some, him know I love some him. moments? I don't want to thank him for all he's done for me. I'm really excited for Brendan Fraser to be back in our lives again. Dude, the whale. The whale should be coming be out this year. I think. That's Hell yeah. It's been a year since we you were told, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, you told me about it a full year ago, so it better be coming out this <laughs> year. The Brenda son, the Brendan sons. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Brendasons. Fraser Sons or Brendan's? Brendasons is pretty funny. Come on, yeah. somebody who does this for a living, figure it out already, because I want to hashtag it. <laughs> Do you Plus have a favorite weekly. performance of the year, Mike? 
Uh, performance of the year, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> licorice pizza, yeah. licorice pizza. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to mind when you asked this question. He is really stunning, going for it. Stunning cameo. He's a great douchebag, Bradley Cooper. He, he is good at it. Yeah. Like, like if, if, if the movie had were about him, or if he were like a second or more common character, it would be like um, a fish called Wanda level... You know, the most deserving Oscar of uh, all time. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps the only yeah. deserving Oscar. Kevin Klein winning for supporting actor in a comedy. Yeah, it's amazing. Like that. That's where Bradley Cooper was like just starting to touch those stars. You know, the tips yeah. of his fingers. That's true. It does have. What is his name in that movie? I always forget. I don't know. The I don't even know what band he's supposed to be. Otto. Playing. Otto is uh, Kevin Klein's name. Oh, oh yes, auto. Uh, auto, auto velocity for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he had, uh, if he had, auto, if he had seventy minutes of screen energy. time, then he would, yeah. Asshole! <laughs> <laughs> Get away from him, he's mine. <laughs> I love watching you walk away. <laughs> him like leaping down and surprising Jamie Lee Curtis for the end of the movie always fucking cracks me up too. Just jumps in front of her in such a place. I, I, I'm actually due for my yearly viewing of Yeah, I've been a few years for me. Yeah. Oh my god. That, it's, he doesn't miss a beat in the whole fucking, it's just like, it, it's such a total performance. He's <laughs> such a fun, obnoxious asshole. Yeah, and Bradley Cooper was doing Wake up, you let me finish! We were like, God, he's a really fun, obnoxious asshole, this guy. Huh, and he was but... terrifying, like, you're like, fuck, what is he gonna do? Yeah, he's, you know? yeah, he was, he was. The man owes no one anything. Yeah, <laughs> nothing it at was, all. It was, it was, it was that Alfred Molina, you know, totally. movie night's energy, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like so Alfred Molina. Love Alfred Molina. Did you guys see Spider-Man? No. No. No, me neither. What was your what's your favorite performance? <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was your favorite? <laughs> really good stuff. Uh, I you know I love that Kristen Stewart performance a lot. I, Oscar Isaac in the card counter is also fucking great. Actually, uh, I think that he should be in for an Oscar uh, like they'd never do that. In the card counter, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. She's on two of my top five. I just realized. Oh, I that's true. Give more. More unique performances. Oh, that's props to Tiffany Haddish. That is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> she's so good in the card counter, and yeah. she is very good in Bad Trip. And she's really good in Bad Trip too. Yeah. Yep. She she deserves some awards this year. Come on, Hollywood. All around Oscar <laughs> for Bad Haddish. Trip. Dude, hell yes. Oh man, and she she's gonna be great for forty years too. Oh, yeah, she's going to age really well. That's going to be funny. I remember... It's going to be funny. Like, Paul Thomas Anderson and her, like, talking about making a movie together. Do you remember when, like, she really took off? He, like, made some comment about wanting to work with her. And then I read stuff that they were, like, working on a movie on classic Harlem. Which I know he's got a lot of movies that he's working on, so maybe it'll never happen. But that would be an incredible scene. Oh, man. That would really be something to see. Hell, yeah. I hope that Paul starts really, uh... Messing around with that kind of what shit are, later. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some other movies you guys are excited for? I know we were talking about the Northman. Northman looks Northman's great. Northman's very exciting. Some York Valkyrie shit. I'm there. I'm looking forward to that Tim Roth movie. Yeah, Sun, that looks Sundown. Sundown. That looks really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. that looks really cool. 
I'm gonna see Scream Five for sure. That's right. That's <laughs> that came out today. Who directed yeah. that? Anybody? No, know? it's a new. It's a new person. I but think. But it's or supposed to be good. Series. I saw that. At least I was gonna see the trailers for it. Yeah, the trailers say that it's gonna be really good. Say it's good, just like the old ones. No, I don't really care if it's good. I mean, I just wanna see it. Sure. It's gonna be interesting. It did get some good reviews. Cause you know, like. Courtney Cox, I love work done. <laughs> no, there's a lot of. Okay. I think we're done. <laughs> Courtney Cox.